Hello on the Daily Family. Welcome back to Unplugged. I'm getting real honest today and I might regret this later on, but you know, I just feel like maybe what has the mistakes that I've made in my business, maybe I was made to make them so that I could then tell you about it later on. So today I am sharing with you three giant mistakes that I made as an entrepreneur really early on and have since corrected. And maybe you're making these mistakes or maybe you have. And me telling you this is going to help you stop being so hard on yourself. I don't know. Maybe this message won't even hit you. And if it doesn't, that's fine. But I know that this is going to hit some people. I know that this is going to hit a lot of people. And I know that these three things are something that people are doing all of the freaking time. So I want to talk about them because I made them and I learned the hard way, which is fine because all good now. But let's chat about them. Before we jump into this episode, though, I have to remind you that my uh, quantum leap mastermind, it is a 12-week mastermind um, in which I'm inviting up to 20 humans inside of to work together, grow together, uh, learn together. You'll get me, you'll get all of the other people in there who are all entrepreneurs, they're leaders, they're marketing like gurus, right? You're going to get all of this. And masterminds are really good places to just like quantum leap through any limiting beliefs you have, through any money ceilings that you think you have, through any leadership blocks or business blocks that you have. A mastermind is a really great place to put yourself into because you have access 24-7 and you do not have to sit on any of those feelings of blocks or limiting beliefs or whatever it is. You can literally talk about it in the moment, in real time, get feedback, get, you know, help get course correction from other people really quickly. And so that is why we call it the quantum leap because inside you get to hold yourself accountable and you get to help other people hold themselves accountable as well. And together we just skyrocket through all of these different things that a lot of people stay stuck at for years and years and years you are going to be just shifting through all of these things at light speed and working towards those next levels of yourself, next level of success, of money, of um, leadership, of relationships, of connection, of sex, right? Like we talk about all of it because embodiment is transcendental. I don't think that's the word I'm looking for, but it transcends against Uh, across all areas of our life. And that is what we are trying to do inside of the quantum leap is create full body abundance for everyone in all areas of our life. So if you want that, the doors are closed technically, but because you listen to this podcast and if you're like, oh, I shouldn't have missed it. And oh, I should have jumped when I had the chance. I am giving you one more chance. If you go to our show notes on this episode, you will see a link to book and register for that. There's a three-month payment plan and there's a pay in full option. And the only way you can get in there now is by clicking the link in our show notes because it is otherwise closed. And we start Monday, August 1st. It's going to be epic. You get six live coaching calls every other week. You, If you pay in full, you get three one-on-one coaching calls with me. And then you get you know 24-hour access to Voxer, which Voxer is one of my favorite places to host these things because it's like immediate, right? It's not even, it's like quicker than a text message. So it's awesome. Anyway, that is where you can register. That is where you can book your spot. I have a couple spaces left and doors are technically closed except for the listeners of On The Daily because you all are just the best. So anyway, let's talk about this. Three mistakes that I made in my business early on that I've since corrected and I hope that you do too. Number one, 
I, when I started in entrepreneurship, I, because I am a hyper capable person and I'm kind of a recovering control freak, I used to try to do everything myself. Text everyone, sales calls, like recognition. I used to try to do all of the finances by myself, my bookkeeping, my taxes. I used to try to do all of my, when I had to mail packages, I used to try to do all that myself. My podcast, I was going to edit it. I was going to produce it. I was going to do all of these things. And guess what? I am not good at all of those things. And although I could learn all of those things, the act of learning those things when I'm not actually interested in learning them was just draining me from actually doing what I'm best in the world at, which is making an impact on people and helping people live their best lives. So I actually didn't have the energy to do all of those things. And it ended up slowing me down. I ended up bottlenecking my own business because my growth was 100% like based on what I was capable of. And, you know, there, there's so many entrepreneurs that are like, oh, I don't know anything about taxes, but if I'm going to be an entrepreneur, I better like learn how to do my own taxes and my own bookkeeping. Yes, you should have financial literacy. Of course, you should have financial literacy. But if taxes are not your thing, there are people who are best in the world at taxes. Like now I have the accounting collective doing all of my bookkeeping, all of my taxes, and they just keep me informed on what's going on in the day to day. And that is super freaking helpful because I actually have no interest in that. So outsourcing is one of the best lessons I've ever learned. And in fact, I had the best assistant ever who went to grad school and that's amazing for her and I'm so happy for her. Um, But I haven't had an assistant since because I have a block against like a virtual assistant, which I'm getting over. I actually am going to be hiring a virtual assistant soon, but I'm also going to hire an in-person assistant, an executive assistant once I move to Texas. And I haven't had one for a while and it's showing up in my business in more areas than I can explain to you. So as soon as I can hire a VA and then an in-person executive assistant, um, I'm going to because I know that they are better at doing some things. Like I want an assistant who does things better than me, which is awesome because then the business can grow at an exponential rate, right? And with three, almost four businesses that I'm running, This is something that uh, is really important for me to have. So if you're trying to do it all yourself right now because you're trying to like save money or because you think you have to, you got to get over that quicker than later. Like the sooner you can get over that, the better. And you're going to see your business grow that much faster when you do get over that. Because A, you can't do it all yourself. And if you think of these like multi-million dollar businesses, they don't do it all themselves. They have an entire sales team. They have an entire accounting team. They have a legal team. They have teams of people that work with them. And so I actually think the most successful businesses are the ones that hire and outsource in an effective and efficient way that adds to the growth of the business. So keeping everything in-house, keeping everything, doing everything yourself is actually the thing that is keeping you small remember that. Number two, I used to not want to invest in my business and I used to cut corners financially. And that also includes just spending a lot more money than I needed to. And I used to not invest in my business. I used to not write things off. I used to just, I mean, when I first, cause I had a lot of money trauma, like all of this, this whole number two is all devoted to like the money trauma that I had in my life. And the fact that I hadn't healed it. And so it was showing up because like, if it doesn't matter if you start a new business, it doesn't matter if you quit your job, it doesn't matter if you move to a new city, like your limiting beliefs and your childhood and generational trauma is going to follow you. So actually the first step to this point I'm making is to heal that. Once I healed that, 
it became very clear that I was not investing in my business. I didn't hire a coach because I didn't think I could afford it. I didn't get into masterminds because I didn't think I could afford it. I didn't hire, you know, I didn't, you know, purchase a business course uh, because I didn't think that I could afford it. I definitely wasn't um, investing in like photography and like product shoots. And, you know, I wasn't doing those things. And it was keeping my business small because actually the investments into our business, into, you know, investing in business courses, investing in business coaches, investing in masterminds, investing in, you know, things that can make your business run smoother. Those are things that are actually really important when you're building a business and they keep you from cutting corners because I cut a lot of corners in the beginning. I was like, oh, I don't need that. I don't need to do that. I don't need to do that. And then it wouldn't show up right away. And I'd be like, see, I didn't need that. But then all of a sudden it would come crashing down and things would like rear their ugly head. So for example, when I first started in network marketing, I made a lot of money really fast, like a lot of money really fast. And I spent it all. I spent it all like on stupid shit that I did not need. But because I had a limiting belief around money, I wasn't I didn't respect money enough to hold on to it or keep it. And so I was just spending it as fast as I was making it. And I wasn't investing it. I was just spending, which showed up later on because like all businesses, they ebb and flow. And then when your business ebbs and you've spent all your money, all of a sudden you're back at square one. And so now I'm investing my money a lot. So you're not always going to see a lot of money in my bank account, but that's because actually like money likes to play and it, you're not going to get richer by having a big bank account. Like all money in your bank account does is make your bank rich. Like that's all it does. So now I invest my money. I invest into new business coaches. I invest into a course. Like I'm always, I always have at least one coach or I'm part of at least one mastermind. I'm never without those things. I've always will be investing in those things to get myself better I also will, everything that I purchase for my business is an investment. It is not an expense. It is an investment into my business, which is a tax write-off. And I have invested in a really great accounting team that makes sure that all those things are taken care of and I'm not cutting corners financially, which only has grown my business. It's made me start to operate like a CEO instead of operating like an employee. So if you're not investing in your business or if you're like, I'm going to invest in my business when I have the money to do that, you're never going to have the money to do that if you don't invest in it. So find a way to invest in a coach, you know, invest in one of my programs, invest in my mastermind, like invest, even if it's not me you resonate with, invest in someone's mastermind, invest in some coach because you are not going to grow to the level you want to grow at unless you are investing in your business, unless you are investing in your personal growth, right? If you're in network marketing, you have access to so many incredible trainers. So your investment could be time to show up to training calls with people who have gone where you're going, right? So like time is an investment too. And that is a huge thing that a lot of people don't do is they don't take the time to speak to people who have had the success they want to have. And then they find themselves in this position of like, oh, I don't really know you know, where I don't really know like how to do that. And it's like, well, you could have, you could have been on those sales calls. You could have been on those training calls and you chose not to. And so you did not make the investment in your business because you said you were too busy, but you're never going to be less busy unless you're taking the time to invest into your business, whether it be financial time, emotional, whatever. So invest in your business. That's the second one. Number three, I used to have no, I used to have 
no sense of neutrality. I used to get emotionally invested in every client, in every business partner, in every single side of my business, I would get emotionally invested. And then when I would get rejected or I would get burned or someone would quit or I would feel like nothing was happening, I would take it so personally. Like I would be like, oh, what am I doing? I suck. Everything I do sucks, which isn't true. The best entrepreneurs have neutrality. Like, And what I mean by neutrality is like, I had to learn the lesson. I had to learn this the hard way because I would get like really emotionally invested in people and like emotionally attached to people's decision to, you know, work with me or, you know, in network marketing, like buy my products and all these things. And for what? It doesn't like somebody choosing to not work with you or not invest in your products or not, you know, invest like whatever is no reflection on me. That's a reflection on them and where they're at in their life. And that's okay. So once I learned that like not everybody with a pulse needed what I had to offer and I just needed to focus on who I was for, which was the people who were looking for that quantum growth, the people who, you know, weren't, were ready to break their programming and break out of this matrix of like struggle and constant like everything sucks mentality and really bust through that and really start to live abundant life. Like that's who I'm for. So now like I can say I have no emotional attachment to whether or not somebody wants to work with me. I have no emotional attachment to that. I just know that I can ask, that I can put myself out there, that I can, you know, poise myself as an expert in some of these, you know, areas of business or areas of spirituality and the right people, the people that are ready for what I have to offer are going to work with me. And I don't need to get emotionally attached when people say no. Like so many entrepreneurs get so emotional over a no. Y'all, it is, you are attaching all of that. Like that is all you. A no is a no and that is okay. And you can you can take a no and you can be like, okay, great. Thanks so much for responding. Have a great day. And you can move on. But what people do and what I used to do is be like, oh, why did they say no? Is it me? Is it my offer? Is it what I have to give? Is it what I have to sell? Is it the is it the the text message that I sent? Is it boring? I used to get so emotionally involved. And for what? All that did was drain me. All that did was slow me down. All that did was keep me from the people that actually were waiting for what I had to offer. So become more neutral in how you present. And what that's going to do is it's going to make you more polarizing because you're going to know what you're for. You're going to know what you stand for. You're going to know what you have to offer. And it's not really going to matter to you whether or not people are okay with that. You know, and there will be people that are not okay with that. Like I get a lot of hate mail. I get a lot of, you know, people that are telling me that I'm you know, X, Y, or Z. And that really has no bearing on me anymore where it used to actually have a lot of bearing on me because I cared a lot of what people thought. So it's like becoming more neutral. And it's also like not caring so much about what people think, how you decide to run your life, how you decide to find true happiness and abundance is like only up to you. So become more neutral in other people's responses to what you have to offer. Those are the three biggest mistakes that I made and that I've learned from and learned and learning those three lessons has made the hugest difference in my business. So I hope this helps. If this did, share it with someone. Share it to your stories. Tag me at Danielle underscore on the daily. Tag the podcast at on the daily pod. You know, just try to get this get this show out to more people. I hope you have the best day ever. We'll be back on Tuesday with another episode. And I, when that episode drops, I will be halfway to Texas because we are moving to Austin, Texas. So if you're in Texas, let me know.
Love you all so much. I hope you have a beautiful day. This show is produced by the goats of what I think the goats of the podcast industry, Upstarter Pods. Uh, They are podcast production and management team that can launch your podcast, edit everything for you, manage your show, and coach you through the entire process. I had wanted to start a podcast for a really long time and I didn't because I had no interest in any of the above things. I did not want to edit. I did not want to manage it. I did not want to deal with the process. And thank goodness that I found Upstarter Pods. Thank goodness that I found Chase and his team because it has made this process amazing. It was the best investment I've ever made and it has funneled beautifully into my other businesses. So if you want to launch a podcast or you need help managing your own, go to upstarterpods.com or you can head to upstarterpods on Instagram and you can set up a free call with Chase to see if maybe working with him and his team is right for you.